Picking up a K and play. 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 Hey everybody, what's up? This is Kicking It With K and Clay, the podcast, and I am your girl, your host, K Marie, and the guest today. Um, you have to forgive me. It's been quite a couple of days. Um, we know that um, the George Floyd case wrapped up the trial of Derek and the murdering cop. Okay. And he was found guilty um, yesterday on all three counts. Now we as black and brown and, you know, our white allies, we know that this was something that was not, it wasn't like justice, more so accountability not justice in the sense because George Floyd is not here, but it was more accountability and more that needs to take place. And then there was, you know, before we can even, you know, dry our tears from the verdict, it was another incident that took place um, in Ohio where a 16 year old girl, Micaiah Bryant, who called the police. She called the police. She was shot to death four times by cops. And at the end, okay, get this, the cop yelled out to the crowd, blue lives matter. I just can't. So, um, you know, there's a lot that has been going on. So if you are listening on our audio only platforms, you know, normally those would be out Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening. Um, it was just a lot going on. So I am here today and we are going to talk about forced, natural and self-made transitions. And I, and I, I just want to talk to you guys. You know, I, I rarely do this and I'm going to do it will be more episodes where I come on and just kick it with y'all. So you'll know me a little better, um, you know, instead of having a guest every week. I'm not, you're still going to have a guest every week. But again, every now and then I'm going to come on and it just be me. Just be t- kicking it with with you guys. I really appreciate you guys. I really appreciate everyone who who follow us on the different um, platforms. Thank you to those uh, family and friends and our new uh, followers like, I don't like to say followers. I really don't. I'm about to come up with another word. Um, our, our new family um, that supports us by uh, subscribing to our podcast, um, either on Podbeam or again any other any of the um, s- streaming platforms. Or those of you who are our Facebook friends and our Instagram friends, not followers, friends. <laughs> of you know liking the videos on the episodes and sharing it truly 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 appreciate it y'all look it's april okay and i'm in michigan and it's cold now you would think that because i'm from michigan and those who do not know my michiganders know 
that we can step outside one minute, you know, have on a coat, step outside 30 minutes later, you know, you can change it to some shorts because the weather change. It, it, it changes like that in here in Michigan. And we've had like last week or so, a couple of weeks ago, great weather. It was like in the 70s, y'all. And a couple of times it was like hit 80 in April. Number one, that was kind of unheard of. But now we have, it snowed yesterday. So it's a little chilly, but that's Michigan. You got to love it, right? Okay. So again, I just want to talk about what we've been talking about um, in the month of April. And I really hope that it's been blessing you guys, um, that you've been getting something from it. And then we start off this month, um, kicked it off with transition coach Denise Wanamaker. Uh, She was talking about um, how you can like navigate through any type of transition. And we know that transition just simply means a change. Um, So that was great. So if you have not seen the first episode of this transition series, um, go back and watch that. And then last week we had on a fellow podcaster who is also from the D, (laughs) Detroit. Uh, She is um, Denine L. Garrett. Um, the host of um, an intimate conversation with women of color. And she was talking to us about about three transitions that are fairly common. Um, uh, Loss, you know, grief, um, getting back into the dating scene after being absent from it a very long time. You know, that could be very scary. It's it's crazy out here. (laughs) I'm so glad that you know, I am on my way down the aisle. It is a mess, but it's not impossible to find love. It's not. And then she talked about also, um, you know, just having a new role um, in her in her job. But today, I just want to, you know, just want to touch on um, some some things that I've experienced regarding transition. Um, I've experienced um, a forced transition, meaning it just it just come at you. It, you didn't prepare for it. Most transitions, you know, you really don't prepare for it. Most, some you do. But I'm talking about the forced ones that, again, you do not prepare for it. It's a blow, you know, and I'm talking about something that's, because a transition can be either good or bad, okay? So, but I'm talking about these transitions as that's bad and it's like, whoa, where did this come from? And it can shape you know, your life. So we're going to talk about the forced transitions. Um, then we're going to talk about like natural transitions, transitions that just naturally happens in life. You know, um, it, it just, it just naturally happens. And then we're just going to touch on, I feel like I'm preaching. <laughs> and then we're going to touch on self-made transitions. Y'all know a lot of times transitions, things happen because of the choices that we've made. Okay, can't blame nobody but ourselves. Okay, so the force transitions, you know, again, force transitions is basically a transition that just you were not expecting. And the one I want to talk about, the one I had the most impact in my life and kind of still reeling from it is when I was laid off my very, 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 very good job. 
um, in 2010, um, I worked for um, this company. I'm not going to say. And again, I was a medical coder. Um, medical coders, um, basically, uh, in a nutshell, you just make sure that the doctors get paid. Make sure that um, all the documentation is on the up and up uh, from the doctors. Uh, so that, you know, they, that, that the doctors, you know, um, write their notes or the nurse practitioners in a way that um, the insurance companies um, need so that those, that doctor, the hospital, what have you, company can get paid. And that was, y'all, that was, that was a lot of money. Coders make a lot of money. And I was coding, I started off coding. Uh, we, we were contract under DMC, okay? And we coded for um, the hospitals, such as um, Harper Hospital, um, Garden City Hospital, uh, receiving. And when I first started, after I finished um, school, I got my certificate in coding, billing and coding. I, my first job was um, doing coding at receiving hospital. Um, that was, that was a trip. It was good. Um, I really liked that job. And then I went to just coding a specific group, um, pathology garden city. And that's where, um, I was, um, for about four years and I loved it. You know, uh, everything was great. You know how you have people where you work with, you like coming to work. It, it was cool. Cause you might have that one person, you know, that one Karen, because I, I did, we had that one Karen, but, you know, we had to put her in her place. Um, let me tell y'all. So again, I, I have my degree, you know, well, my certificate in coding. I started off as a coder. So the Karen, she started off, and there's nothing wrong with this, but she started off as like the um, assistant um, administration, put it that way. And that's what she started off at. That's when I got hired. She was like the, um, I'm not going to say a receptionist, but something like it, even though she had her certificate in coding as well. So long story short, uh, <laughs> they needed another uh, coder because someone um, uh, quit and she came on, older, older um, Caucasian lady. Y'all, when I tell you, it is so many biases, you know, being a, a, a person of color, then being a woman of color in the work, in the workplace. It was so many biases that when I first got there, again, I came from one place to, to, to another. So, you know, there's naturally a training period, right? And I was during that training period, the, um, the manager, the, the coding billing manager, they pretty much gave me an ultimatum was like, if you don't uh, get your productivity up by, let's say I, I was, well, I was there in October, like by the end of November, then, you know, yeah, I was like, well, dang, I just got here. And so, you know, but I did it because that's just the type of person I am, you know, after I, I got it and then I was able to bring my productivity up. But when old girl, 
Okay, the older Karen, when she came on, she could not, y'all, I'm telling you, she could not grasp. She had one person training her. She couldn't get it. And then the manager wanted her to sit with me to see what I'm doing differently, see if she can catch the way I'm doing it. I'm like, giving her chance after chance after chance after chance. I'm like, really? But, okay, but that was me. I was going to be up the way out the door because I couldn't bring my elbow anyway. I digress. I digress. But but anyway, so I, I really like that job. You know, we are forced to bond with, with everyone. You know, when it was somebody's birthday, you know, we took turns buying a cake. It was just a great atmosphere. It really was. And it was like some changes going on within the company. We went from one, like, president to another president okay the last one when i was there it was uh, this lady you know gave us a whole big speech and you know no one's gonna be laid off you have to worry about your jobs you know we're gonna come through this because we had lost a very very major account so that 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 shook us the company you know so we was like okay like whew. A big weight because it was like some rounds of layoffs like a year earlier. And that was like, y'all, I don't know if you've been in that situation where it's almost like duck, duck, goose. It's like, you know, they come and they, and they tap someone like and you see them go and you see them come back like with a box or, you know, they, they've been let go. That was like the most terrifying feeling. You know, so they had like one round of those type of layoffs and we were just like, wow. So again, the lady come in and no one's going to be laid off and we're going to get through this, yada, yada, yada. And then like literally a few months later, my department, I was coding for the pathology department. We all got that tap. I was like, oh. What? That was 2010. I had just gotten a new car. I love my Saturn aura. <laughs> I got a new car, y'all, in um, June of 2010, right? I got a new house. You know, I bought a condo in 20, um, 2008, 2008, you know, when the, the, um, the, the financial crisis hit. I hit a lick, a nice condo in a great city for um it was a foreclosure in bank foreclosure and i got that it was wonderful everything on the list that i prayed for you know uh moving ready just everything you know a couple bathrooms are just wonderful fireplace love it and um so you know i was a new homeowner for a couple of years got that tap y'all i was like wow now I, I was the last one in our group to get the tap. It was like five of us. And um, yeah, that was uh that was something. That was that was something. Did not see it coming. Did not see it coming, especially after old girl was like, no one's gonna get, be laid off. Um, we're gonna get through this. And then literally a few months later, we we get laid off. I get laid off. Again, that was 2010. I was, you know, had my box, was in my car. I cried. I cried because like, what am I going to do now? 
how are these bills going to get paid? What am I going to do? So the first thing I did was I went to um, my mortgage company, let them know what was going down, what would ha- just happen. Again, I'm, I'm crying, talking to the, the the person that's helping me, you know, <laughs> it, tears just flowing. I'm like, I'm sorry. Cause it was like this fresh. So I wanted to let them know what was going on and ways that we can fix it. Thank God. Uh, and it's truly, it, it's God. I'm still in my home. Uh, there were uh, different programs that had just came about, and I partook of the program. I didn't have to pay my mortgage for about a year. You know, I had to sign up for unemployment. I've, I've never done that. I've never had to do that. And, you know, to get the max, but still when that max is is not enough, it's not, well, it's not what you're used to getting, <laughs> you know, when you're used to getting a comma behind you know, your, um, your paycheck every two weeks and, um, to go from that to, you know, what they give you for unemployment. So I was, I was, I was out of it, y'all. Um, this was something again, I did not see. So I was like, okay, so how can I handle this? Because I need to handle it. I get all my crying out. Okay. I did all the crying. So I talked to my um, credit union that the loan for my car, you know, and y'all look a little tip, a little tip. I should have, when I got the loan, because I was pre-approved, I got my car everything. When I got that loan with the credit union, it was, I think a lot of credit unions do this. But so if you're getting a loan from a credit union from a, a car, okay, please, 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 this is something I did not do. Get the um, payments. It's going to be more, but get the payments where if any in an event, something like that happened, you lose your job, your, 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 your income payments can still be made. Okay. With the, with the credit union. I did not get that because I was like, mm, I won't need that. And that's going to make my payments a little bit higher. I'll stay at the 200 and something. I'm good with that. I should have gotten it, y'all. I should have gotten it. But anyway, get it if you're thinking about um, having a loan out to get a car. Trust. You don't know what's going to happen. So that was a forced transition. Again, thank God. You know, I'm, I, I am a Christian. So I, I prayed. I was like, Lord, I, I need you to sustain me. I don't want to lose my home. You know, I was just praying. I'm like, you gave me this house, Lord, and nobody, no man going to take it. I mean, I was just going in, okay? And thank God, again, I, I'm still in my home. A lot of people around that time, you know, lost their homes. But there was like a lot of layoffs still around that time. You know, a lot of people lost their homes, and um, I, 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 I was still in mine. But my car, y'all, Black Beauty. I called a black beauty. So, you know, I called the credit union and I made some arrangements with them. So it was one payment. I was I was behind. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make this payment. Give me until this this amount of time. So I was talking to, let's call him Chuck. I don't know his name. I forgot. 
set it up with Chuck. Everything was okay. Bing, boom, bam. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm good. It's like a year later, like 2011. Okay. Well, not even a year later because I got laid off in November 2010. So it was sometime in 2011. So I would never forget this day, y'all. I called up one of my homegirls. I was like, let's go to lunch. Let's do lunch. You know, we're going to go to this Black-owned spot. And, um, you know, they make smoothies, good smoothies. So we was, uh, she said, okay, we, I'll meet you like at, let's say, 2 o'clock because I forgot the time. So, you know, I'm getting ready, you know, like 1.30 because I'm on time, y'all. I'm that friend. I'm that girl. I'm that chick that <clears throat> on time is late. <laughs> yeah, that's me. You know, so I, I you know, was leaving like about 1.30. Walked outside, looked in my carport. I was like, hmm. I looked around. Y'all, my car was gone. It was gone. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Called my credit union. Yeah, they, you know, we um we have it. You know, they took it back. And it cost X amount of um thousands to get it. You know, I have some money in my 401k. I'm like, I'm good. You can have it. Whatever. So, yeah, I got my car got repossessed. I've again, I've never experienced nothing like this, y'all. Never in my life. Never, ever, ever have I ever. And my car was repossessed. You know, the shame that came with that. It was shame. But they got for my mommy. Um, my mom is the best, y'all. I, I, I have to give it up to her. She um let me use hers. And she got another one. I'm like, mm. so again, that was that's God. Um, but though that was a forced transition that I had to live with. And again, you know, some stuff got behind that I'm still to this day catching up on okay so that is a forced transition so you know somebody might be watching this i was like girl i feel you i've gone through the same thing you know with with a job losing a job being laid off suddenly um trying to figure out what you're going to do in the meantime you know how you're going to pay bills you know now you have to go you know on uh assistance and i i just want to say that you know, our government, of course, we're not perfect. And at times, you know, I'm like, I want to leave, you know, this United States. But one thing um, we do have, it's not perfect, but we have um, agencies that will help you when you are down, you know, they'll help you when you're down. It can be tweaked. <laughs> It can't be, but it's there, you know, and it's there as a stepping stone, you know, it's not there for you to make it, you know, like that's your job or your career, you know, it's there for help. And I thank God for that. And um, so you might be experiencing at, at this moment, you know, a forced transition, you know, something like that. You, you lost your job. You'll know what you're going to do. You know, just know that there are agencies there there is help out here 
There is. And again, you know, I, my faith, my faith helped a lot. My faith helped a lot because I could have been like in a depression. I could, I could have been depressed, you know, in a depressive state. And, um, you know, and I, I, I wasn't, you know, the word says, I don't want to get too preachy here, but the word says the weeping may comes in the night, but joy comes in the morning. So it's okay to cry it out. You know, whatever that you're going through, whatever type of transition hits you, it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry, you know, but wipe those tears because you're going to soldier through. Okay. You're here on this earth because you can, you can make it through any thing that life throws at you. I truly believe that, you know, we're here for a reason. And the fact that you're here means you have a purpose and there's a plan for you. And I'm just trying to like just dodge those transitions, you know, when they when they when they come. So that was a forced transition that I want to talk about because I know that's one that uh, people can relate to. That you know, uh, a relationship, a loss of a relationship. Because at that time, uh, I was going to get married. Five months before, you know, we it, it called it off. So that was another transition. I won't get into that one today, but <laughs> well, that was another transition. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that was a forced transition. Okay. So we just have to learn how to um, to deal with it. And I'm not saying that insensitively, but I'm saying deal with it because you can. You can. I am living proof. That when something hits you on the side of your head, just get you right here to temple or hit you right smack in the forehead. You know, you might stumble back a little bit, but you can make it. You can make it. Again, there's um, different programs out here you can do that helps you, especially if you own a home. That's it's a big benefits of owning a home because there are programs out here that helps. Um, but even if you are renting like an apartment or, or renting a house and you're having trouble because of a certain transition, you know, this, uh, Google, I said it's Google help in your area because I'm sure there, there's assistance, you know, places that what that would help. And if you have to downsize or live with someone in the meantime, that's okay too. That's okay too. Okay. Just, just get back on that horse because you can do it. All right. So, again, that was a forced transition. So, forced transitions are transitions that just come out of no, nowhere. You are not prepared whatsoever. And it, it, it can hurt. It really can. Now, a natural transition, like getting married, having a baby, adopting a baby, um, choosing to take on a new role, a new job, um, experiencing loss of a, you know, of a loved one because of say old age, or they might have an ailment that you, um, that they've had for a minute. So you know, what's coming, you know, so that's something that's, that's, that's a natural, you, you see it coming. It, it, it happens. It happens because it's part of life. Um, so my natural 
transition is a future one in a, in in several months i will be saying i do to the love of my life that's going to be a transition okay a marriage it's a transition it's a natural transition it may for most you know some people may not want to be married some people um you know they haven't found the right one yet but for most people marriage is a natural transition you know you go from um you know being your own person to having to become one with someone else and i don't know if y'all peeped yeah i'm gonna say i'm a little older see i, I still use slang from my from my time <laughs> but it still works so uh, i don't know if y'all um noticed you know i had the the marriage um uh, series that was not by accident okay that was not i'm trying to prepare <laughs> and you know i'm talking to different uh, uh um, therapists and everything what have you those who have had long lasting marriages because you can um glean from that i say 10 years plus because they put in that work um, you know, there are different podcasts that I watch, like I love and uh, um, that chick Angel, her and her husband, Marcus Hensley, they have a podcast called, Is That Going to Cause an Argument? Is This Going to Cause an Argument? It's on, on YouTube under that chick Angel TV. And I love, they just reel with it. You know, they get into it right there on air. Not like you know, like SmackDown type of get into it, but they they just they very transparent and very real, and I love that. I love getting advice from people who have lived that life. Okay, so that's a um, a natural transition. Um, again, like a loss, and we talked we touched about that. Um, talked about that last week, but a loss, grief, losing someone that you love. Um. That's a natural transition because, you know, we're, we all have to go one day. So that's not, sometimes it can be forced because sometimes it is unexpected. Um, but most of the time, like that um, is a natural transition. And with the natural transitions, you know, we just have to um, to prepare for that. Some people think that you cannot prepare for a transition, but I think you can, except for the forced ones. I think you can um, pretty much prepare for transitions because sometimes you can even sense when a transition is going to take place. If you see smoke, y'all, that's my um, that's my incense. Okay, <laughs> um, I know four twenty was like yesterday, but. Uh, <laughs> But a lot of times, yo, you can like really sense when a change or a shift in your life is going to happen. Like say you're at your, your current job, right? You just, first you were gung-ho, but now it's just like, they can take it or leave it. If you're at that point, something is coming down the pike, okay? <laughs> something is coming down the pike, either something that you are preparing for, or you just know that um, this is not the place. This is not what I want to be doing. A lot of times when you feel 
like you don't want to be somewhere anymore. That's let that's letting you know something else is on the horizon. That lets you know that a change is about to come. Okay. When you were once excited about something and now that you're not, that's a that's a true indication that a change is a transition is about to occur. So a lot of times um, we can know ahead of time. And then you have self-made transitions okay what i mean by that what i mean by that is look you're married right and you out here just cutting up like you single you cheating and your spouse finds out you get a divorce a divorce is unnatural can be a natural um transition and it can be a, a self-made one because you made the choice to go out there to cheat. What do you think? What do what you, what you think is going to happen? I mean, yeah, some people work it out. But if you get divorced because you were cheating, <laughs> that's a self-made transition. Hello. So a lot of times, <clears throat> excuse me, transitions, self-made transitions are made by the decisions that we make. So it's very imperative that we make decisions that is going to shape our future for the good, okay? So those are what I mean, that's what I mean by self-made transitions. This is, um, simply means that we made certain decisions and that's why the outcome of a transition, like a job loss, you coming in late every day, you're not doing your work. You get fired. That's a self-made transition. That's self-made. So I just wanted to come on and just talk about those things. You know, I'm not a therapist. You know, I I, I just live this thing called life. I'm, I'm, I'm 44 years old. So there's a, I, some things that happen in my life that I can, ex- I can share and that we can uh, learn and glean from one another. So those are, that. that's it, the forced transitions, the natural transitions, and the self-made transitions. And I just want to leave you all with this. Again, what our choices now is going to decide our choice or our future. Whatever we choose to do now, whatever choices that we make now will determine a lot of times our future transactions in life. So make the right choices, y'all. Okay? I'm trying. And I want you to try to. So next week, you know, catch us for as we wrap up um, this uh, transition series. Uh, next week, we are going to come back with that. And then we're going to have a whole nother uh, series in May. I'm getting some things together. Um, hoping that it works out. But if not, hey, I pivot. I pivot. Okay, so thank you for watching. Um, I really hope you got something from this. Again, it was fun. It was fun just kicking and talking to you guys. Um, so just in the comments of whatever platform that you are listening on or watching this on, just put in the comments a transition, a self-made transition that you've done. I'm interested in seeing that. Did I say one that I've done? Hmm. I'll put that in um, on social media. Okay, I'll let you the self-made let you know the self-made transitions that I've done. 
I'm gonna put that on our Instagram. Um, you can follow us on our Instagram page. Let me see if I can bring this up on our Instagram page at kicking it. So it's K I C K I N W K A Y underscore C L A Y podcast. I know, I know what I really wanted was taken. So, <laughs> yo, I had to deal with that. I had to deal with that. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook. Uh, you know, you can at now and on Facebook. So it's at K and Clay podcast. Okay. And I am going to put um, the transitions that I made myself because of my decisions. Okay. So this, um, of um, this, I want to hear from that. I want to hear from you guys. That's 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 communicate. Let's talk. And uh, don't forget to share. Don't forget to subscribe and um, like our podcast. And I thank you so much for doing so. Okay, thank you so much, you guys. Um, praying for the family of Micaiah Bryant, the sixteen-year-old that was shot and killed in Ohio. So I'm praying for you all. This is too much. I have no words. Okay. So try to have a great day, everybody. And um, we'll see you next week. Bye. Kicking it for Kay and Clay. Kicking it for Kay and Clay. Kicking it for Kay and Clay.